Welcome to Off to Topic with Mike and JD. I'm JD. And I'm Mike. And welcome to the show. So today's topic is the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Ooh. Now, I guess we might as well start talking about the one that's already partially out. WandaVision. Right. So, now this is going to be spoiler free, but... So, so we, we got a quick little glimpse with the first three episodes. What's your, what's your take on it, Mike? Uh, I like the formatting. You know, uh, I feel like WandaVision was sort of an odd choice to, like, lead off Phase 4. But I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I think it fits, fits nicely into those, uh, you know, 30-minute chunks. It uh, doesn't, doesn't feel like... Uh, cut off, but it also doesn't really particularly feel like a Marvel movie on that scale either. So I, I think it'll be hard to gauge until I see one that's more action-focused. Like, comparing The Mandalorian to Solo, I feel like it's a little bit easier than comparing WandaVision to Age of Ultron. It's, it's sort of such a different beast to that, you know, I think... I think when we see Falcon and Winter Soldier, that will be like something we can very easily feel like, oh, this is Marvel. Although we may still get that yet from WandaVision. No spoilers, but uh, but I think that will probably come in the back half of the season. Yeah, yeah, it definitely might come in the back half of the season, but I'm also okay if it doesn't come. I'm okay if, like, no, this isn't going to feel like a Marvel movie because this is something different. Like you said, say, when we get the other shows, I'm sure they're going to feel more like Marvel movies, but I'm, I'm okay with them branching out and doing something that doesn't feel familiar feels bit feels different like right I, I i'm all for that like take chances like do more stuff like you know take risks don't we you know stick with the same safe formula right i mean you know since we're already on the topic of of marvel tv it might be a good time to bring up you know, I was a big fan of the previous iterations of Marvel TV. I really, really liked Daredevil. I really liked uh, Jessica Jones. I even really liked uh, Luke Cage. And I didn't dislike Iron Fist as much as most people did. I thought it was fine. Like, it wasn't as good as the other three. But it, it was it was fine. Um, See, so, well, I, well, I like those shows a lot. They did not feel like they were part of the same universe at all, though. Like... Like, it was supposed to be MCU, but, like, like you, I'm watching this, I'm like, it does not feel like this is the this is the same universe with Tony Stark and Thor and everything. This feels like a completely different universe. Great, great shows, but they definitely did not feel, like, connected at all. No, I definitely, I mean, there were some, like, nice little Easter eggs, but you're right. It definitely didn't feel like it lined up with the Marvel universe but i think that was partly a rights issue like i knew that like iron man could never show up there could never be any crossover like it was just sort of a oh this is a totally different thing uh you know i, I feel like you know i could totally see uh charlie cox's daredevil popping up in you know a a show like she hulk and it would just totally work well, you know, there's all the rumors about him being possibly in the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I so, I hope that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I but mean, yeah, but, yeah, like I said, but they I, were great shows. Just the, felt like they felt like a different universe. Right, and and I mean, I think that it has to do with the whole uh, yeah, Ike Perlmutter like situation. You know, it was a mm -hmm. different different showrunner, different. Uh, 
now everything's sort of in-house at Disney, all under Kevin Feige. Yeah. Uh, but I do think so it will be interesting when we get to, like, the darker ones. Like, I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with the premise of Moon Knight, but, like, Moon Knight's pretty dark in the comics, so it would be interesting to see kind of how close that does feel to, like, a Daredevil. Well, well, like, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Um, to my knowledge, like, the whole kind of premise of Moon Knight is that you don't know if he's getting, like, these visions from God or if he's just schizophrenic. Isn't right. kind of, like, the, the old thing, yeah. Right, he's like Batman with, like, multiple personality disorder, but you're not actually sure if he has multiple personality disorder or if he has this, like, ancient Egyptian God talking to him. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a shoot. Like, see, that's a very risky show, show in, in regards because, one... Most people don't even know who Moon Knight is. And two, like you say, it's darker. It's not like... It's it's harder to fit into the general family image, which is why I'm happy that taking that out. Though I'm like, I want them to try to push boundaries, try to do something different. Well, also, Oscar Isaac, great yes, casting. That, that is a great casting choice. I'm sure they will do him much more justice than uh, X-Men Apocalypse did. Mm-hmm. Um... But that's what that's part of the reason why I bring up the Netflix shows is that even though they didn't kind of fit into what we think of as Marvel currently, I do think, especially with talk of maybe Daredevil's going to be rated R and also somehow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there but might you mean Deadpool. I think I'm sorry. Yes, sorry, Deadpool. The, the with <laughs> possibly Deadpool three being rated R, yeah. there might be this like darker subsection of the MCU that is not family friendly. And you can kind of, you know, bring in these darker characters and these darker yeah. ideas. And well, well, also speaking of those darker ideas, it's not going to be on Disney Plus, but on Hulu, there's going to be the Modoc show. Have you seen the trailer for that? I have not. Oh uh, well, it it has a very robot chicken vibe vibe it, to it. Is it? It's like it's stop motion esque and like. She's like, like, Bodoc's daughter's like, Dad, you killed my boyfriend. Like, like just a casual death, like, you know, said, like, given off as a sitcom joke. God, is it similar to, like, Harley Quinn in vibe? Uh, like, I would say more Robot Chicken vibe, but but not that far from Harley Quinn. I mean, again, this is just based on a, you know, a quick sneak peek. But... Although, has there been any um, info on whether or not that's in the MCU? It's definitely not going to be, but oh, okay. but it's but it's still you know a new project they're doing. Right. No, I definitely and, uh, will, will be. And interesting. also, but Patton Oswalt's doing the voice, and that's you know perfect. <laughs> that is good casting. Patton yeah. I enjoyed his so, uh, his role in Agents of Shield, so I, I think yeah. you know it's fun. Well, well, like if you want to check out, like it's actually a really funny thing when he was on an episode of a Parks of a Wreck, Wreck. He he was doing like a citizen filibuster, so they like so you just go to Pan Oswald, just talk about whatever nerdy thing thing you want to, and and like they end up having to cut it down, but like they put like his full thing on the internet. You say how oh Thanos is going to use the reality stone to get into the Star Wars universe to combine the two universes. <laughs> it was just like it's just this hilarious rant. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm. Ha- I, I, I think he's great casted for that. So, and, but yeah, so that's something. Like I said, it's not going to be MCU. It's not even going to be on Disney Plus. But 
it is something that's showing that they are going to at least do a little bit more adult stuff here and there. So, of the uh, of the ones that are coming out, uh, you know, I have here WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Secret well, Invasion, one episode, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, and Armor Wars. Mm. Of those, kind of, what's what are your favorites? What are your least favorites? You know, what are you? Well, looking forward I, to. I definitely I love She-Hulk, and well, but see, what I love about She-Hulk is that she has no right to be such a good character, cause her origin is like, oh, she got a blood transfusion, and you know why She-Hulk was created? Yes, but because, <laughs> say it anyway. Because they they were afraid they were going to introduce her on the TV on the live action TV show, like, oh, quick, we got to secure the rights to a female version of Hulk. Yeah. Like, like I said, the character has no right to be any good. When you look at her origins, but she became this amazing character. Oh, well, she, she has the ability to transform back, but she doesn't because, you know what, she likes who she is as, as she Hulk. Hulk. She's also a lawyer, and she goes into court look, with her green skin and her oversized nature. Like I said, she's just such an amazing character, yeah. so much more than she has any right to be. It's Therefore... I'm very excited about that show. Yeah, I'd say She-Hulk is definitely my favorite show. Uh, or mo one of my most anticipated ones. For basically all the reasons you said. I think, I mean, I love a good courtroom drama, right? I mean, it's got mm -hmm. Daredevil crossover potential. We already know... That would that, be great. We already know that we're going to get the Abomination and uh, the, act, the, you know, the original Hulk, of course. Mm. Um, and it actually kind of inadvertently makes perfect sense because... In the comic books, it was kind of weird how she could just randomly... She could choose to transform or not transform, whereas original Hulk couldn't. But now in the MCU, he's Professor Hulk, and he's merged. That is true. So it makes perfect sense that, like, when she gets the blood transfusion, she is also, like, totally in control of of her, her transformation. Another show I'm excited about is Hawkeye. Not because of Clint Barton, I could care less about him, but I've, I've been a fan of Kate Bishop since in the comics, and I feel Haley Steinfeld is perfect casting for the role. I think she's an amazing actress, like, ever since I saw her in True Grit, like, I'm like, I'm like this kid has an amazing future. So I was super excited for her. I also like that they're doing e Echo, uh, Maya Lopez, very obscure character, and how they even cast a deaf Native American to accurately portray the role. Like, they want the extra step to find the very niche casting that they needed. And, because she has the power to copy everybody else's ability. Like, like Taskmaster, but like, you know, it's an interesting character. You don't see a lot of deaf characters. You don't see a lot of Native American characters. Mm. The fact that you see one that's both, that's, you know, pretty a rarity. So I like... So like I said, I'm excited about that. Not because of the lead, but because of the other characters. <laughs> well, I definitely, uh, since you brought it up, I think this would be a good time to talk about I think uh, this is definitely more of a workshopping, testing ground kind of environment, I think. Like, you know, things like Ironheart and Miss Marvel, I think, are, are things that Disney has been wanting to make movies of for a while. 
but it's hard to get a movie made about a more obscure character like you were saying i think this is sort of a great environment to introduce these more niche characters and if people respond well to them then you can you know fold them into the movie yes well yeah yeah. and as you bring up miss marvel is definitely one i i am very much excited for for because i love kamala khan i I just find her to be... I love how she's you know, just such a big fangirl. I, I love how she's the total n- n- nerd. Like, I, I love that ca- character. And so I'm really excited to see, see her in the MCU. She's another character that I've been waiting for for a while. Just like th- for them to finally intru- introduce, introduce. So I'm happy for her. See, I feel like I'm hoping that the Miss Marvel show does for me for Kamala Khan what the Into the Spider-Verse did for me for Miles Morales. Like, I know very little about Ms. Marvel, the character. I know she has, like, stretchy powers, which is generally my least favorite power set. Like, I hate, like, Mr. Fantastic and Plastic Man, and, like, it's just not interesting to me. So, like, I do know that she's, like, a fangirl of the Avengers, so that's that's pretty cool. So, like, I'm hoping that, like, this series, like, makes me fall in love because I know that so many people, like, really are big fans of this character. And so, like, I want to be on board with that. Um, right now, like I said, I'm, like, you know, until we get a trailer or something, I'm not, like, I'm lukewarm. But, uh, but I think it could be a, a slam dunk because I don't think they would waste this opportunity, I think. You know, they know how popular this character is. I mean, they've already said they're going to bring her in in the next uh, Captain Marvel. So. Yeah. Mm. Also, an, uh, another great t- one, What If. That is just, like, I always love those comics. That one, yeah. I am just super excited for. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's just a great concept. I mean, everyone loves a good What If story. I mean, like, I loved Star Wars Infinities. I mean, it's just like nerds favorite things to do is be like oh well like what if like captain america you know was venom or whatever like the people just love to like go crazy with stories and usually winds up happening in the main universe but sometimes you know there's stuff that's so crazy that you know it's relegated to the what if you know realm and it's nice also it's that it's animated so you can kind of go crazy and do whatever you want and you can also you know uh, yeah. get get the actors back more cheaply. I think that's yeah. that's another key thing that they got everybody back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was definitely smart to do that show at animate also because when you think about it, like the budget would also be phenomenal, like per episode, like per episode to do all the special effects of going out of space in one episode, and then the next episode, oh, you got to make World War Two set. Like, yeah, that'd be. Just so impractical to do live, live action. So animation was definitely the right, right um, decision there. So yeah. Super. Ex- I think a lot. I think honestly, it might just be more of an uh, getting the talent because I mean, with the Mandalorian technology, I think you could do outer space on a budget, but you can't, you know, get Chris Pratt on a budget. <laughs> but it's also what the thing is. It's easy to do outer space when that's all you're doing. So like. But see, the problem is you have to build a completely unrelated set every episode. Yeah. But you, but anyway, definitely the talent is definitely a big part of it, too. That definitely makes a huge difference. So what do you think about Loki? Okay, so I've definitely warmed up. Uh, like, Loki is a, 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 like, a sine wave in terms of, like, how much I love slash hate the character. Because... <laughs> 
I don't know, when he was first introduced, I thought he was this fun, complex villain. I'm like, oh, wow, there's, like, not that many villains in the MCU that are, like, really memorable. Because they used to always kill off their villains. So I was like, Loki's, like, the only, Yeah, he like, was the first memorable... He was the first memorable villain in the MCU, without a doubt. Right, exactly. So I was, like, really in love with that character. But then this sort of being, like, this, like, anti-hero, and, like, everyone was obsessed with him. So then by the time Thor 2 came around... I was super over Loki, and how many times he dies, and then doesn't die, and then he dies, yeah. and he doesn't die, and he dies. But then it's, it's happened so many times at this point, it's looped back around to being funny and fun. <laughs> and I think Loki's been dead long enough that I'm okay having him be alternate reality, you, you know, misadventures. Uh, and also it's a kind of fun way to bring in like the multiverse and alternate timelines and you know <laughs> seeing the trailer really won me over on that one of like alright I'm down for the wacky misadventures of time stranded Loki it's also kind of fun because this is like Loki fresh off of his defeat on the Avengers mm -hmm. so this is not like touchy feely Loki who's like spilling his guts to Thor this is like yeah. oh I just got my butt kicked and lost the Chitari and the Scepter, that Loki. So I'm excited to see him back, and hopefully, yeah. you know, uh, he can slip right back into that character. Yeah. And I have yeah. almost no doubt that he'll somehow stumble his way back into the main Marvel Universe, you know, in time for Thor 4. I, I won't be surprised if he does, but I, I really hope he doesn't. Like I said, I, I definitely was not at all excited when the show was first announced. I'm like, haven't we got enough Loki? I'm, yeah. I'm kind of sick of the character, yeah. but like I said, I like how like the weird vibes of the show. Like, oh, this whole timeline. I like how it's okay. We're gonna do a lot of weird stuff. I'm like, okay. I'm always a, a fan of the weird. Like, right. Go for it. Go right. for it. But I'm like kind of sick of the Loki we've already seen. And like I said, I've seen enough of him and Thor. Like, I don't want him to come back to the main universe. I agree. I mean, I, I, when they first announced the show, I think it might have been even, uh, you know, a while back there were, like, rumors of it. And so yeah. if it was just, oh, it turns out that, you know, Loki survived the encounter with Thanos and we're just going to tell more stories with him, I would skip this show. But, you know, as it stands, I'm excited. Because especially with the, you know, Owen Wilson's character and, like... Well, Owen Wilson's yeah, always good. I mean, that's just... <laughs> I'm down for it. As, okay, and then... See, I feel like the Falcon, the Winter Soldier is going to be one of the most, like, straightforward shows that we're going to get. I you get what I'm saying. I agree, and I think that's not a bad thing. I, I, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't saying that as a bad term. I was just saying I think, as a matter of fact. I think this is going to be the Mandalorian of the Marvel Universe. Mm. I think this is going to be your straight ahead, this is, like, a Marvel movie, but on TV... Like, I think it's going to be that. And I am yeah. definitely here for it. I think, you know, you're going to get more Zemo. You're going to get, you know... I think at certain points you're going to get both, you know, Falcon as Captain America and Bucky as Captain America. So people can stop, like, <laughs> being upset about that. <laughs> uh, I think you'll probably even get a bit of Old Man Steve, which will be exciting. You know. And... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like I love all like I've been saying how I love all the weird stuff, but I like, you can't just do the weird stuff right. too. Occasionally, you occasionally you need some bread, you need some starch with your uh, you know wacky vegetables. <laughs>
Exactly, which I, like I said, I'm all for it, like I said. I say this is going to be the most straight up show, but I don't say that as in a bad way. I'm like, okay, we're getting all these weird stuff, but we're also getting the familiar MCU we know and love. I mean, there's a reason why the MCU is the, the most popular film franchise of all time. Like, yeah. you shouldn't just blow up everything. Like, yes, branch out, do other stuff, but also, you know, do your main stuff too. Like, you know, when you see... When you see a band in concert, they still play the, the hits from the first album. Kind right, of exactly. If I, you know, <laughs> if I uh, if I show up to uh, a concert and they don't play their hit single, I'm gonna be mad. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, experiment with these other genres, do all this other stuff, but you know, don't forget what made you. That, right. And that's what that's what the Falcon Winter Soldier represents, in my opinion. Exactly. They're not forgetting what made them. They're gonna do a straight up. Oh, traditional show, but it's like, okay, but we're also going to do all these weird stuff. Exactly. And like I said, I am all for that. Now, so, uh, since we're running long, we'll, we'll wrap it up to the last couple ones. What do you think of The Secret Invasion? Because for me, that's the most, like, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but, like, to me, Secret Invasion, um, you know, the storyline of, like, the Skrulls replacing heroes, I mean... It's probably not going... Just like Civil War wasn't actually yeah. Civil War. I'm sure this won't actually be Secret yeah. Invasion. But it seems so weird to me to burn this concept on a TV show. Like, I expected yeah. Secret Invasion to be Avengers 5 or Avengers 6 or, like, some major, like, status quo-breaking yeah. movie. So, like, the idea of, like, oh, yeah, Nick Fury's here and there's some scrolls. Yeah. Like, what is this show? Yeah, and the other thing is, how do you do Secret Invasion when you already established in Captain Marvel, hey, the Skrulls aren't bad guys, which, which was a great twist, but now it's like, but then how do you do Secret Invasion? Because the whole thing is that they're bad guys in that. I mean, so you, could, you, you could always be like, oh, well, there was a sleeper cell of evil Skrulls before we became nice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's definitely a show that I don't, I, I really have no idea deal how that's gonna turn out like i don't know to me the only fun of secret invasion is like because i don't know invasions of the body snatchers it's fine but like i mean like the idea of like ooh, like the tension of like oh who's been replaced who hasn't been replaced so you get that whole kind of roster of characters and yeah. i don't see how they can do that both because currently in the timeline everyone's all scattered to the winds and secondly, because it's a TV show, and you know you don't, you're right. not gonna get everybody. Yeah, it was actually. The, I remember when Captain Marvel came out, and we found out there was gonna be scrolls. We were like, a lot of people was like, oh, what if this character was a scroll? What if this character scroll? I remember my my prediction was uh, Thunderbolt Ross was a, was gonna be a scroll. My prediction was that uh, Coulson was gonna be a scroll, and then that would that, that make sense for the TV show. What? Agents of Shield, though. I mean, yeah, but I I also, I mean, I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. exists in that gray area of canon, like, like, I like Agents, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'm just like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I didn't feel like it was firmly set enough that, like, they could have explained away a million things. Of, well, like, well, especially the later seasons, but less and less attached to the MCU. Right. Especially when the, when the Inhumans were everywhere. It's like, but Inhumans aren't everywhere in the MCU. Right, exactly. It, it, it doesn't really feel connected. Unless, like, those characters get, like, folded I, back in, which I don't think they're no. going to do. 
Yeah, the first couple of seasons, though, definitely felt MCU. The first, it was like, the first two seasons, I thought, felt like, you know, yeah. the Nick Fury cameos, and, like, there were enough, like, hints and stuff that I was like, oh, maybe, like, they'll bring this back. But then yeah. after they went through that whole subplot for, uh, you know, the, in prepping for Age of Ultron, and then it didn't pay off, I was like, there's not going anywhere. But anyway, that's a whole that's another episode about Agents of Shield. Yeah, I know. I mean, there, are there any shows we forgot to? Do? Oh, we haven't discussed um, Armor Wars. Which well, let's I, let's uh, Armor Wars and Iron Heart. Let's group them together because they're very similar. I, Tony Stark well, like tech shows. Well, uh, Armor Wars more Rhodey cool. That's really that's really my only opinion on that. I like Rhodey. I think Don Cheadle was like, all right, come on, I've been like paralyzed for three movies. Like, give me something good. And uh, as far as Ironheart goes, she's a character I know some about, and I don't like. I have not. I have no attachment to her. Yeah. Maybe you make me feel something to her. Well, I, I, I think that's I'm another just... another workshop character of like, if yeah. you just are like. Hey, Iron Man Four starring Riri Williams. People are like, "What?" But if you're like, "All right, here's a show introducing you," and if people are like, "Oh, we love this character," then then you know. And I would I would bet dollars to donuts at least a voice cameo by Robert Downey Jr. in the Ironheart series. I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of cheap him coming back after everything. Well, no, I, I don't think it'll be a full like. I don't think he'll be back. I'm saying like. I think she will find his hologram of, like, something, you know, or, like, a video recording of him or Howard Stark. I, I don't think it will be... I don't think you can have an Iron Man, like... Even though she's not Iron Man, she's Ironheart. But, like, yeah. I, I think you can't have that technology without having her be like, oh, this is the legacy of Tony Stark or whatever. Yeah. Um I will say, as long as they don't... Like, I know nothing about the character, other than I know she's, like, in college and she drops out to be, like, a superhero. But as long as they don't give her that stupid, like, helmet with the heart, like, in the center of the forehead, that's the <laughs> dumbest-looking costume. Just give her her normal costume, and I'm okay with it. All right, and I think we covered every... every show, right? Yeah. Oh, well, we need to do the ho holiday special. Yeah, like you said, it's only a, it's a one-off, but I am very, yeah. obviously, excited for the holiday special. Especially because back before the James Gunn firing and rehiring, he said that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would be a Christmas movie. And so I think what we're seeing is basically, like, you know, since that no longer lines up with what they're doing in the new phase and, you know, phase four and beyond... I think it's like, all right, his ideas for three before he got fired are going into the holiday special. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, the bar for science fiction Christmas specials are, is very low. I don't, so. know, I don't know, that Lego Star Wars holiday special was pretty heartwarming. <laughs> but yes, uh, you know, we're one and one right now. <laughs> All right, but I think that's all of them. Uh, I'm, I'd say I'm excited for most of them. Uh, I'll say I'm, ex I'm, I'm genuinely excited for about half of them. I'm curiously optimistic for, like, three or four of them. And I'm going to watch them all, though. <laughs> of course, I'm going to watch them all. Um, you know, although I will say, I, I mean, they've promised that everything will tie in and be important and connect together. 
But I used to be an MCU junkie where it's like every episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Inhumans, like, I, I, like I gotta see it all because it's all gonna fit together. But you watched Inhumans? I actually, wow. I actually didn't watch all of Inhumans because oh. that, that was where I kind of drew the line. But, uh, <laughs> but I used to feel like, oh, I have to catch up on every season and every comic and everything because it's all gonna pay off. And then I kind of... Re- I don't know. I became disillusioned with the idea of, like, all right, not everything's going to pay off. So as long as they make this feel important and to the point where, like, like i got to be honest, I'm probably never going to watch, like, The Runaways or Hellstrom. Like, those are technically in the MCU, but I'm like, they, don't have, really. they don't have anything to do with anything. They'll never come up again. It's like, I don't have time to watch, like, multiple seasons of television for something that's not going to, like, feel like it pays off. Unless, you know, unless the show itself is, like, that amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's my other thing, is, like, you know, which is, like, the danger of shows like What If. Like, obviously, What If isn't going to tie into anything. But as long as the show itself is good, then that's, yeah. that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if, say, I don't know, uh, if, I don't know, if Moon Knight is, like, in the Hellstrom universe and, like, doesn't yeah. connect to anything... Then I might be, uh, you know, yeah. less excited. My camera dropped out, so that's why that's telling me that uh, we've been that talking means for we'll more than half an hour. we've been talking too much. So thank <laughs> you right. again, everybody. Yes. Have a good night or good morning, whatever time of day you're watching this. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.